Welcome to the Connection Point Church Podcast. We hope to be an encouragement throughout your week. New episodes are available every Sunday evening and Thursday evening. We also invite you to join us live on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. come to church. How many know Sunday school is important? Amen. 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 We ought to be praying for our kids. We had a prayer meeting this past Wednesday night and we spent the conclusion of it just praying for our children and kids. Amen. You ought to make sure that church isn't the only time your kids hear the gospel. Amen. That's a, that's a job that the world is, is, is going to great lengths to disciple our children Monday through Saturday. And so the only time your kids hear the gospel and see the gospel should not just be for an hour or two on Sunday. Amen? Amen. We need to live it out. Amen. We're going to get into the word of the Lord here today. I feel the Lord has given me uh, something that I want to preach to you about here in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 31. Deuteronomy chapter 31. I've got a few verses here today. I'm going to try my best to preach I feel the Lord has put into my heart today. Amen. Amen. Here was Moses, the end of the book of Deuteronomy. It's a conclusion of the Pentateuch. It's a conclusion of the first five books of the Bible. Really, it's the conclusion of an era in Israel's history. It was kind of like this chapter represents the, the final chapter of one book, literally, and the beginning of a new chapter. Sometimes life is a little bit like that. And it was here in this final closing chapter as the children of Israel were getting ready to transition from their wilderness wanderings now into the entrance of their promise that God begins to deal with Moses really in a very sentimental way. And he does something very unique and very peculiar, and I want to share with what that is with you today. The Bible says, Then Moses went up and spoke these words to all Israel. And he said to them, I am 120 years old today. I can no longer go out and come in. And also, the Lord has said to me that you shall not cross over this Jordan. The Lord your God himself crossed over, crosses over before you. I can't go with you. God's getting ready to go with you. And he will destroy these nations from before you, and you shall dispossess them. You're getting ready to inherit this promise. Joshua himself is crosses over before you, just as the Lord has said. And the Lord will do to them as he did to Sion and to Og and the kings of the Amorites in their land when he destroyed them, just as God has been with you in the past as you enter into this new season. As you enter into this, this new place, this new transition, just as God's been with you before, He's going to be with you moving forward. The Lord will give them over to you that you may do to them according to every commandment which I command you. Be strong. Everyone say, be strong. And of good courage. Don't fear and don't be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, He is the one who goes with you. Everyone say this. God is with me. He will not leave you, nor will he forsake you. 
And so God knew that the children of Israel were getting ready to make this giant transition. All they have known for a generation was this wilderness wanderings, but now they're getting ready to lose that leader that has brought them this far, that leader Moses, that prophet. He's getting ready to die as they move forward into their promise. A new leader is getting ready to, to take over. But in spite of all of this transition, God says the same thing that was the same God that was with you before through this time of trial and transition is going to go with you. And so what God does is He says to serve as a reminder for you that when you enter into this promise and into this land to serve more than a commandment, more than a decree, is, is, here's what He says, I want to give them a song. Did you know this is in your Bible? And so in Deuteronomy chapters 32, the Lord gives them a song to serve as a memorial for this time of transition and change. And He says, Now therefore write down this song for yourselves and teach it to the children of Israel. Put it in their mouths that this song may witness for me against the children of Israel. In other words, God says that when you enter into your new promise so you don't forget where I brought you from and what I've accomplished in your life up to this point and what I'm getting ready to do, that when you get to that place, I want this song to serve as a testimony to my people. I want to read one more portion of Scripture here the book of Psalms chapter 32, this book of songs, Psalms chapter 32, the psalm writer says that you are my hiding place. You shall preserve me from trouble. This is a song. This is a lyric. You shall surround me with songs of deliverance. Amen. In other words, what the psalm writer is saying is that no matter where I am and what I'm going through, God's my refuge. He's my hiding place. He's going to keep me, protect me, and He's going to surround me with a song. And so for the next few moments, I want to preach to you on this simple subject that wherever you are in life, whatever you're going through, that there is a song for you. That there is a song for you. Can we just lift our hands one more time all over this place? I'm not going to preach long today, but I just want to minister to you today. Wherever you are, God can find you. God can minister to you. God can lift you up. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your word that goes before us. I pray that you would put a song in each of our hearts today. Put a song in our spirit. Put a song in our lips. We give you glory. We give you honor. We ask it in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. And everybody said, Amen. God bless you. Thank you for standing. You can be seated. Amen. Amen. There is a song. God has a song for you. How many know what you're going through that there's a song for that? Amen. Anyone with me this morning? I have read the Psalms. I'm sure there's something in there, but. You're feeling a little sleepy today. I, there's probably a song for that too. But wherever you are, there is a song for that. Amen. I came across a book a few years ago, in fact, during COVID, by authors Don Campbell and Alex Doman. 
And it was entitled The Healing Sound, or The Healing, uh, Healing at the Speed of Sound, rather. Healing at the Speed of Sound. It's in this book that the authors explore and examine what they consider to be the healing power of music. And throughout this book, they argue that music has within it therapeutic properties. That music has an, a, a unique ability, qualities to heal or to even hurt us. That the right sounds can actually calm you down and relieve your stress, can improve your ability to focus, improve your productivity, even regulate your heartbeat, that music can have a physiological effect on our lives. That the right sounds or even the wrong sounds can flood your body with emotions or feelings and even aggression or overrun your mind with anxiety. That the type of sounds that you listen to willingly or unwillingly, intentionally or unintentionally can actually shape your health, your happiness, and even your state of mind. I'm sure all of us have experienced time or two sitting in your car you're there at the stoplight. You're just minding your own business. If you're like me, you just kind of like peace and calm and quiet. And you're just sitting there settled in thinking about whatever you're thinking about on your way to get to wherever you're getting to. And all of a sudden, somebody pulls up next to you and the music is blaring. Come on, the bass is thumping. The lyrics are screaming. Maybe it's explicit, maybe it's undesirable, it's loud, it's in your face, and almost instantly your mood changes, your blood pressure rises, and the music has effectively changed your mood. Anyone ever experience that? Some of you motorcycle drivers, I want to tell you, I have a secret hatred for the sound of a motorcycle sometimes. I'll just be minding my own business, or maybe I'm trying to listen to something. And someone comes up on a big old Harley and they're revving their engine. I know they have loud engines so that people will know they're coming. But I want to tell you, I hate it when they're coming. I don't like to hear the sound of that big engine. But, but wherever, whenever it is or however it occurs, having those sometimes sounds can affect you. Perhaps you scan through your radio. You're walking to a public place and you hear a song come on the radio. And, and all of a sudden... Your mind and your emotions go back to a place. Come on, anyone know what I'm talking about? And you feel that nostalgia from high school, that those thoughts, those feelings, those emotions, relationships, people that you hadn't even thought about for years, all of a sudden come to your mind, places and experiences and feelings that you had 20, 30 years ago, all of a sudden come flooding to the surface because there's something powerful about a song. Sometimes when I'm studying or when I'm trying to get a calm in the house with three boys in our, in our house, sometimes I've found that you've got to just find the right kind of music to play to just kind of settle the, the atmosphere and the attitudes and to bring a focus because there is something powerful about sound. So according to these authors, Don Campbell and Alex Doman, their book, Healing at the Speed of Sound, music and song not only have the power to affect our mood, but they actually have the power to heal us. Hang with me now. Music, sound, and singing, song, in other words, have the unique ability and qualities to minister to the very heart, to the very soul, and to the very spirit of a person. And it's according to these authors who provide ample evidence to bolster 
the reasoning in their case that they say that there are three main reasons why music, songs, sounds have the ability to, to minister to the very heart and soul of a person because music or song has the ability to locate us and it has the ability to resonate with us and song has a unique quality and capability to express what we're feeling. I want to just share this with you and lean in to these three things. We'll start with number one, that, that music or song has the ability to first and foremost locate where we are. You see, the first quality of song that makes it so powerful is that it has this a u- unique ability to find where we are hiding at times. That songs and music Melody have the ability to identify where we are at times in our life perhaps when we don't even know where we are. Emotionally or spiritually or, or circumstantially songs and music and rhythms and melody have the ability to identify exactly where we are and what we're going through. Now I want to be clear right now right off the bat I want to just tell you that when I refer to the, the word song that I'm not just referring to a song or a melody or a, a, a group of lyrics or a chorus. I'm, I'm referring to something much deeper than just a song or a group of songs. I'm actually referring to something that is universal. I'm referring to song and I'm meaning something that is, that is in the very fabric of our soul. I'm not just talking about something you hear on the radio, but I'm talking about something that lives inside of us. That there is a quality in each and every one of us that is called song. It's something that God put in you. It's something that God created in you. And whether you've got a beautiful voice to articulate it or whether you've got the talent and the skill to to play it on an instrument and demonstrate it, I want to tell you that, that before a skill or a talent or a beautiful voice, that God puts something inside of each and every one of us that is as real as our spirit and our soul that is called a song. It's, it's song and it reverberates in the innermost being of a person. It is that melody and that music that comes out from the very heart of a person. I want to tell you today that I might not have the same gifts and talents and abilities as my lovely wife does or as some of these musicians do, but I want to tell you that I've still got song living inside of me. I want to tell you I might not be able to play a, a, a drum or a guitar and I might not to be able to express exactly what I'm feeling inside through an articulate or beautiful voice or through a melody on a piano or through a certain chord progression, but I want to tell you I've got song living inside of me and, and, and I may not sound so beautiful when I sing in the shower or when I hum to the worship music but I want to tell you that there is something living inside of me and living inside of you that goes down to the very being of my soul that gets down to the very deepest emotions and feelings and expressions of my life. I want to tell you that inside of each and every one of us that there is something called song. Song is a part of our soul. Song is 
is a part of our existence. Song is a part of our worship. Song is something that God put inside of you to let you know that you might not be able to articulate how you're feeling and you might not be able to express what you're thinking and you might not be able to communicate what you're going through, but God has put something inside of you that's as deep as the deepest part of your deepest emotion that can express and articulate things that you could never communicate. It's in your soul and it's in your spirit and the thing that makes song so powerful that when we don't know where we are and we don't know how to express how we feel and we don't know what we're going through song has an ability to find us to identify us and to locate us it was in the book of psalms chapter 137 the bible tells us of this group of exiles the scripture says in psalms chapter 137, that this group of Israelites had been taken out of their homeland. And the Bible says that they had just lost everything that they had ever known. That the invading armies of Assyrian Babylon had just come in and they had just destroyed Jerusalem and torn down the temple and now they are carrying away these captives, these worshipers of Jehovah and they were leading them some thousands of miles out of Israel back to Babylon and and as they are on their way to Babylon, they stop along the rivers and they write, they stop there in this moment as they are far from home, far from anything they've known, loved, everything that they've ever counted on or recognized, everything that was, that was reality to them, they've lost it all and now they find themselves by the rivers of Babylon and it was there in that moment when they were out of their, they were off of their map and they were disoriented and, 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 and discouraged by the seasons of life that they write this song by the rivers of Babylon. There we sat down and we wept. Yea, when we remembered Zion. For there they that carried us away captive required of us myrrh or joy and singing. But he says, how can I sing the songs of Zion in a strange land? For if I forget thee, O Jerusalem, let my right hand forget her cunning. Let let my voice, let my tongue cleave to the roof of my mouth. I, I can't just play. I can't just sing. There's got to be a reason and a purpose. I want to tell you here today what that songwriter was dealing with and wrestling with is the reality of the difference between just a vocal chord and a, tr- a chord a chord on a, on a piano or an instrument and what comes from deep within the person itself. I want to tell you here today that deep inside each and every one of us God has placed something called song that can locate you identify you and begin to find where you are in your life something called song but not only can that song find us that song can begin to resonate with us it was these authors that wrote this book that say the reason that song is so powerful Because music and song draw us out and connect to us. That song has a way of expressing how we are feeling. That it has a way of connecting us to what is really going on inside of us. It has the ability to resonate to the reality of our daily lives. And this is especially true of faith songs. You see, the wonderful characteristics about faith songs, specifically in the book of Psalms and spiritual songs, is that the Psalms were written to relate. God gave us song to find a way to relate. 
But you don't have to even know who wrote the song, that why they wrote the song, or specifically what the song or the psalm is being written about, but still in the book of songs and in spiritual songs of faith, that when you begin to sing them and they begin to come alive, that you begin to relate to the everyday experiences of people who are just like you, who are going through seasons of trial and trouble and difficulty and pain and sorrow and failure and defeat and separation and desperation, joy and victory and nevertheless even though it broads it's it touches the broad spectrum of human emotion song is able to find us where we are and resonate with what we're going through i want to tell you today that more than just a song that we need to look to the creator of our song that we need to realize that god has given us a song to let us know that he knows what you're going through he knows what you're experiencing he knows what you're dealing with he knows how you feel he created the emotions that feel bottled up inside of you and he's given you a song to let you know that even when you feel like you are cut off and far away by the rivers of babylon god has sent you a song to connect with you to resonate you and let you know that he is touched with the feelings of your infirmities wherever you are today there's a song for that whatever you're feeling today there's a song for that whatever you're going through there's a God that made a song to connect with you and to find you and to let you know he is touched with the feelings of your infirmities songs of faith like Psalms 32 the psalm writer said that you are my hiding place You shall preserve me from trouble. You shall surround me with songs of deliverance. Psalm 27, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He lead me besides the still waters. He restores my soul. And yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou rod and thy staff they come. Comfort me. I want to tell you, wherever you are and whatever you're going through, there is a song to resonate. I want to tell you that each and every season of your life, that there is a God, like what they what God told Moses, that there is a God that goes with you and that goes before you. That there is a God that even though in the difficult transitions and trials of circumstances of life, that there is a God that was with you in the past and he's going to be with you in the future. And so it was here in this story in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 31 that the Bible says that God has brought the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt. He's delivered them from their sin and He's delivered them from their captivity and He's brought them out through the, through the, through the Red Sea and He's given them a pillar of cloud and His presence to lead them through these wilderness wanderings and through a full season, a generation of wandering in the wilderness of, of discipling them and encouraging them and, and, and helping them and defeating their enemies that He's finally brought them to the brink of their promise. The Scripture says that as He comes to the the edge of that Jordan River where they're getting ready to, to, to head into their promised land, that place that's flowing with milk and honey, that place that He has promised them generations past, that that place that Moses has led them to up to this point, that all of a the sudden they come to a place of realization that this, that this promised land, this Jordan crossing, is a time of great transition in their life. 
All they've known for a whole generation is, is manna, and all they've known is God's provision, and all they've known is this leader, Moses, that has been with them and been their voice piece and their mouthpiece that God has spoken to and spoken through this, this leader that they look to, this leader that took care of their problems and counseled them and helped them and encouraged them. And now they've gotten to this place of transition where, where this leader, Moses, says, I'm getting ready to go be with the Lord. I can't go with you on the rest of this journey. I can't go with you as you cross over Jordan. I can't go with you into this new promise and this new place. But he says, what I want to tell you today is although I can't go with you, is that that same God that has been with us all along has gone before you. And he says, what I want to tell you is that that God that was with you in the past and defeated your enemies in the past and provided for you out of a rock in the past and gave you manna from heaven in the past and defeated all of the kings, the enemies of the earth on your behalf in the past is the same God that's going to go with you into the future. And whatever you've experienced behind you, that same God is going to go ahead of you, in front of you. And what he's trying to tell them is more than just a a testimony, more than just a declaration of God's goodness and God's mercy. God wants to give you a song. And the Bible says in Deuteronomy chapter 31 verse 19 that, that the Lord gave Moses a song. Telling them to fear not, to be strong and to be courageous. Don't be terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you and he will never leave you nor forsake you. I want to tell you here today that no matter where you are and what you're going through, more than just a sermon, more than just a word of testimony and encouragement, I want to tell you God wants to meet you at the very deepest places of your being to remind you and stir in your emotion and stir in your heart a reality in a remembrance that that same God that was with you before is the same God that's here with you now and he's the same God that's getting ready to go with you in the future that you don't have to be afraid that you don't have to fear that the Lord our God is strong and he will fight your battles he wants to resonate he wants to connect he wants to identify where you are what's so powerful about song as these authors state, is that when that song, that song of faith, song of deliverance, that song of rejoicing, that song of sorrow, when that song finds you, when that song resonates with you, what that song wants to do and what's so powerful about that song is that song has a way of tuning our singing Back into God's song. God's song, faith song, tunes our singing with God's will, God's plan, and God's lyrics for our life. I want to tell you that God has a way of meeting you where you are even when you don't even know where you are yourself. And when He finds you and He identifies your emotions and your feelings that you feel maybe are so cut off, so far from God that you don't know how to express or play or perform or sing. God knows where you are and God finds you and connects with you and resonates in your soul and in your spirit. And as he begins to resonate to let you know that I can meet you wherever you are, I can find you wherever you're going through, God will begin to tune our faith 
back into his promises and his purpose and his plan for our life. God has a way of lifting our song to coordinate with his plan and purpose and melody for our life. When I was in school, getting my first car, Bible college even, I remember going on road trips even even just here within the past few years before we had iPods and before we had phones with iTunes and all those things back in the old days. You had a little radio in your car with a tuner. And how many know that when you go on a long road trip, you had to find a way to position your hand on that steering wheel and your elbow on that, on that rest in the center so you could keep your finger on that tuner. And as you're going through the, on a long road trip and you find yourself away from home, from those radio stations that you're used to listening to, that you got to just keep your finger on that tuner. And you, you're going to scan from, what is it, about 89.3 all the way to about 107.9, whatever it is. That's all the space you had. And you're going to go through the country songs and you're going to go through the, the hip-hop songs and you're going to go through the bluegrass songs and you're going to go through the contemporary Christian song. You're going to go through all the songs and you're going to find a lot of static in between. But how many know that, that you're always constantly on that search to find that song that you can rest on and that you can resonate with that can lift you out of your mediocrity and lift you out of the mundane road that's ahead of you to, to lift your spirits and to lift your voice. And what I want to tell you is that when you find that song something comes alive inside of you and what I want to tell you here today is the Lord is on a mission to find you to seek and to save you to get you where you are to connect with you and to resonate with you to let you know that I know what you're going through I know where you're at I know how you feel I know what you've been through but I want to tell you that I'm still with you and I'm still for you and I'm still going to make a way for you and I know you're in transition but I'm going to go with you God wants to align our singing and the melody of our song with His melody and His lyrics for our life. And His lyrics say, be not afraid. I will go for you. I will fight your battles. I am your God. It's that song. Lift us up. Set us on our way. And remind us that God is with us. Stand with me today. Moses said, write down the song. Teach it. Write it down. That I know where you are feels a little uncomfortable. I know where you are is a little uncertain. You're getting ready to make this transition. Moses isn't going to be able to go with you. You've got a new Moses now. His name's Joshua. And he's going to be the one that's going to take you the rest of the way. I know you've only heard about where you're getting ready to go to, but but God is saying, even though you don't know where you are and you don't know what's ahead, I know where you are and I know what's ahead. And I've got a song for you. I've got a song for that. Come on, all over this place. I can't help but feel that there's somebody in this place today. And maybe you're just searching through the channels of that FM dial of your life. Maybe you've gotten so desperate to find something that can resonate with you, you've even switched over to the AM. 
whether you're on the FM or the AM, wherever you are on your road or your journey of life, I want to tell you that God has got a song for you. God still has a plan for you. God has a purpose for you. He said, I'll never leave you. What did he say? I'm not going to leave you and I'm not going to forsake you. I'm the God of yesterday, today, and forevermore. If you'll just trust me, if you'll just love me, if you'll just let me lead you and guide you, I want to tell you wherever you are, I've got a song for you. I've got songs of deliverance. I've got songs of rejoicing. I'm not through with your life. I've got more in store for your life. I want to crown you with glory. I want to crown you with righteousness. I want to crown you with blessing. I've got a song for you just lift our hands all over this place.